Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, BJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this week we're checking out the reboot of Magnum P.I. So stay tuned to the end to find out which luxury car BJ would crash. Based on this show, it has to be a Ferrari, apparently. Yeah. They have no shortage of Ferraris. It is a Ferrari, right? That's the horsey one. Oh, Lord. That's the most annoying thing I've ever said. <laughs> I really mean it. <laughs> it's the one with the horse on it. Is it a yeah, horse? Yeah. It's a Ferrari is a horse. What a broke boy thing to say. Because usually people keep track of what those things look like. And look at me. I don't even know what to look for. The horsey car? That That's a nice one, right? That's expensive. My favorite part of being a teenager in Atlanta, and I'm sure they do this elsewhere, is whenever people would see nice cars on the street, they would take pictures with them. Like, just like pose with it. (laughs) When they saw like Ferraris and whatever else is a nice car, like Porsches and stuff, they would like take selfies with them and like pose by them. And and this was like, I was a teenager pre-Instagram, I think, right? So who were they showing these pictures to? I don't know. I think they were just excited to see them. Wow. So me too. You like Jay Hernandez, Zachary Knighton, who are some of the lead actors in this show. So how about you tell everyone what they did in this first episode? So the basis of Magnum P.I., which is, of course, a reboot, um, is these four guys, these four friends used to be Navy SEALs. They were POWs together. And they formed this bond, of course, and they are like family. And um, in the pilot episode, which I'm not sure if this is a spoiler, but the main conflict is one of them is tortured and killed and the other three are trying to figure out why. And they're led by Thomas Magnum. They're led by Thomas Magnum and he's their white knight. That's his code name. So there's also an author who Thomas Magnum works for, Robin, and in the and he writes books based on Thomas Magnum's real life adventures. And his Yeah, the author was Knight. the author was embedded as a journalist with them in Iraq and collected tons of stories from the from what he witnessed those four guys doing. Like he witnessed such bravery and such incredible acts that he wrote about them and basically was like I'll hook y'all up for life as long as you do this. And he really has because they've crashed like 75 of his Ferraris in pursuit of criminals. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's come through and Magnum P.I. I think lives in his quarters as his personal security person. Mm-hmm. And then Higgins, who kind of becomes part of the group, she is the essentially house manager of the author's estate. And mm-hmm. we haven't met the author yet. Although he be writing, he's writing some pretty exciting stuff. He had them jumping out the sky to rescue a scientist in North Korea. Yeah, he's doing some uh, Mission Impossible level action in his books. Beyond Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise has never base jumped from the moon. Yet. Yet. You're right. I don't think we meet the author in the original series, which I have not watched. So listeners, send us an email if I'm wrong. But I think it's a Charlie's Angels type of thing where you never actually will never actually see Robin. I like that. Um, And they also have one thing I really like is unfortunately the guy that is tortured and killed uh, is from Rosewood. And I really liked his character on Rosewood. He was the chief of police, I think. 
and or like a lead detective or something. And then they also have Dave from Happy Endings on the show. He's part of that group of four, and he's supposed to be like of the most well-connected people in Hawaii. Oh, mm-hmm. and the show is set in Hawaii, which is it's. They always say this about shows in prominent cities and states and stuff, but it really feels like another character of the show because it's so beautiful. It was beautiful. I was even telling you while we were watching, even the highways look nice just with all the scenery. Yeah, I just felt transported. I've, I mean, I, I did visit Maui once and it truly was like of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. So what were your initial reactions my initial reaction. I liked it. I thought this was a very fun show. I was a little concerned. So this is like a warning for people who watch the pilot. In the beginning, it seemed very over the top. But you soon find out there's a reason for that. And yeah. then you get into more of the normal level of action, which is still extreme. We're still crashing cars, shooting yeah. lots of guns, fighting mm-hmm. people. But I just thought it was a fun ride. Like... Even though it was 45 minutes and I'm a little sleepy, I... <laughs> yeah, we're recording this very early in the morning. <laughs> I like It didn't seem like it was too long. This was a good length for an episode, which I think is important that you can keep up with it without getting bored. I agree. I feel like Jay Hernandez was made for Magnum P.I. He mm-hmm. is just like... He's like exuding this cool confidence. Um, he's obviously in really great shape and like... He is that heartthrob character, but he also has the charm with it. He's just fun. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun show. And I even liked um, in the beginning, they have this, as BJ said, like this insane action sequence. And of course, it's like super unbelievable. But I loved watching Jay Hernandez's <laughs> character leap from space to, into North Korea. Like that was just awesome. It was a good show. Mm-hmm. So let's dive into some of the characters. What do you think of the relationship between uh, Magnum and Higgins? I I feel like they're teasing uh, a relationship there. A little will they, won't they? Because in the beginning, Magnum, he meets with a client and she finds out her husband is cheating. He won't show her the photos because he says it'll hurt her too much, which is a little bit patronizing. Like but true, I, maybe. I hired you to show me these photos of my husband <laughs> cheating. Show me the damn photos of my husband cheating. You not showing them to me lets me know that it's already there. But in any case, she at the end of their interaction is like, oh, you're so beautiful or something or like you're so kind. I hope no one ever breaks your heart, which is a very strange thing to say to someone. But I think the point is for him to go too late. And then later when some I can't remember who speaks to Higgins, I think the sebastian's wife another one of the character's wives speaks to higgins and also teases that he's experienced some heartbreak so Mm -hmm. i assume that'll be the roadblock to them getting together because otherwise why would someone say that to another human being i you could even feel emotional connection to them but no one would ever say i hope you never experience heartbreak and they have this like joking teasing type relationship which you see a lot in shows where they pick on each other but oh they probably have a crush on each other that's why they're like teasing each other yeah it's very like if he pulls your ponytails it means he has a crush on you Mm -hmm. it's very kindergarten what was not kindergarten was actually this is pretty kindergarten the relationship (laughs) between magnum and the detective where the detective is like oh leave me alone this is my job go away okay so as we investigate Sebastian being tortured and killed, 
Mm-hmm. Um, they run into a, a lead detective for, I guess it was Honolulu PD or something. Mm-hmm. And he like hates Magnum and he hates those guys. And he's always like, you get in my way and you're just a private eye. And Magnum always corrects people to say private investigator. Yeah. He is like real touchy about it. So what do you think is the issue there? You think he's jealous? I definitely think he's jealous. I bet Magnum is solving like cases for him Mm. and probably also some bigger ones that he has, he wish he had solved. And so he's just like, let me have my moment to shine because you're stealing all the glory. Classic, like Lassiter and Sean on Psych or like Monk and Stottlemyre. Yeah, but I think maybe they're going to have this tension throughout the whole series. But I bet you there's going to be some times where he's going to have to cave in and be like, we got to team up, do this yeah. together. I hate you, but I need your help, Magnum. He did kind of do that because Magnum is the one that finds his friend's body. And in the episode, the detective is like, I don't need you. I don't need you. Get away. Get away. And then finally, he's like, I can tell you one thing. Your friend made a bunch of calls to the I can't remember his position at the Navy SEALs. Or in the Navy, who also, I guess, used to be, I don't know what the word is, used to oversee Magnum as well. So mm-hmm. he helped with that. Like, he met with that guy. I thought it was odd that he gave Magnum that information. I agree. Who knows? I don't know how much information you can give to civilians, because Magnum is technically a civilian. Even if he weren't, that isn't his jurisdiction, right? Yeah, I don't know. Not sure be. about those laws. Um, okay, what did you think about the relationship between Magnum and the rest of his crew, Rick and TC? Oh, I really liked it. They seemed like a little family. So TC and the crew was a former, like, really badass pilot, military pilot, and now he does um, helicopter excursions for people touring Hawaii, which, which makes me laugh. Fun. Because BJ and I took a helicopter excursion of the Grand Canyon. Although our person, I don't think, was a former Navy SEAL. I think he said he drove helicopters for oil oil companies, was it? Yeah, an oil company. So that was cool. And then the other guy, Rick, or his real name is Orville, which is funny. He, um, or was it Orville? Yeah, Orville Wright. Oh, <laughs> I get the joke now. And because of that, he goes by Rick. <laughs> yes, understandably so. So Rick, um, he's like the super well-connected guy who gets them anything they want and has his like ear to the ground all over Hawaii. He helps Mm -hmm. Magnum crack a ton of cases. So that's a cool dynamic too. It's just nice that they are, they're like, they have their little brotherhood. It's cool that they have each other. I feel like when you go through something like that, usually I bet it could feel isolating. So it's good that they have each other. Yeah. They have a very genuine friendship and brotherhood, like you said. And yeah, once you're like a prisoner of war, I'm sure whoever you're there with, you can't help but bond with. And the fact that they've stuck together is very meaningful. Yeah, you have to assume. So how offended were you when Magnum, coming out of the shower, put on a white shirt (laughs) over his... While he was still wet! Like, he had a towel, so he clearly thought about drying off. But he just put that shirt on while he was still wet. Even though he had a towel. Yeah. To be honest, to me, that was the most extreme part of the show. More than the driving in circles and shooting. That man put on clothes, like a a light shirt. That thing is soaked. 
Yeah, that's a wet t-shirt contest right that's there. That's a wet t-shirt contest in your living room and you're the only participant. Yeah, that was extreme moment number one. Extreme moment number two and three was, it was Sebastian, that was his name, his son and then his wife's sad faces. (laughs) (laughs) It's not funny. It's just funny to me to hear it as extreme, described as extreme. It's it's not funny because in theory, I mean, not in theory, the characters, the son lost his father, the wife lost her husband, her beloved husband, Mm -hmm. and the father of her child. Mm -hmm. But it's like they knew there were going to be extras that day. And they were like, we going to get that guest Emmy. We're going to do whatever we have to do. We're going to get asked to be on other shows if we need to. The direction said sad and they served sad. She had tears in her eyes for the entirety of that episode. That kid's face never left frown. He did his his mouth was an upside down you for the rest of the episode. As soon as they called him about his daddy, it was incredible. The just intense sad, the prolonged sadness, not even the emotion, yes. just on expression on their face. Yes. And there is one scene where Magnum was talking to the little kid, and he he had a sad face on, and he just looked at Magnum so intently, mm-hmm. like I am a sad child (laughs) like that's what his eyes were saying like i am sad right now (laughs) it really was extreme sports they were like oh we'll show you sad we'll show you sadder we'll show you saddest that's our range right now yeah and they and and they certainly had it they had the range yeah and to be honest they didn't even really have much to do this episode the kid just sat around no lines Mm -hmm. the wife was just like yeah i'm sad oh i haven't eaten you're right i should eat yeah. Okay. The kid had no lines and was like, I'm still going to steal the show every scene. Watch. Watch me scowl. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to reflect on that all day. That was so funny. They were like, you know that they obviously, I'm sure, if even if I doubt they got a trailer, but I assume they shared their closet where their little craft snacks were, and they looked each other in the eye, and they were like, we're going to get asked back to this show. Yeah. Or we're going to get scouted from this show. Either way, we got to do this. He's like, CBS is going to give us our own show mm-hmm. because after they see this performance. Sad mom, sad son. It'll just yeah. be a spinoff of the show Mom on CBS. Just sad version of it. Just a sad version <laughs> of Mom. It's, it's just, oh gosh, that was so good. They were, yeah, they showed the depths of sadness. I don't think I've ever looked that sad in my life. No, that's acting right there. That's acting. They were like, we are acting. Capital A. Yeah, all verb. (laughs) A-C-K-T-I-N-G. Acting. So we just went over the most extreme moments. Did anything else stand out to you in this episode? Yeah, I just think overall, the show was really enjoyable. We can get into our ratings. Um, For me, unless you have anything else. No, I'm ready for ratings. For me, I would I would recommend the show. I would watch it again. I don't think you necessarily have to watch it again seriously. Like I agree. I assume whenever it's on, it's it'll be similar to other procedural shows where because they solve the murder by the end of the first episode, mm-hmm. and so I think like I think he's just going to keep solving crimes. Um, so you can catch it when it's on, and it was really enjoyable for me. It was just fun. I definitely agree. This is something 
I would recommend watching casually. Mm-hmm. There might be an overarching story about his past love and how that might affect future relationships, like with Higgins. There yeah. might be something about the guy he rescued from North Korea. But yeah. to be honest, I think you'll just be fine popping in for an episode, seeing lots of action, mm-hmm. some fun characters, funny banter, maybe a sad face or two, and you'll be good. <laughs> I'm not trying to overestimate my intelligence, but I think if I didn't watch any episodes between now and three weeks from now, I would be able to catch on pretty quickly on yes. episode four or five or whatever. Instantly. You would not mm-hmm. be lost at all. Which is nice. I like shows. I think there's a place for shows that are intense and you have to pick apart and like do all this dissection. And then there's a place for like just fun procedurals. That's why I loved Castle so much. Yeah. Oh, there is one thing that I remember that stood out. Yes. That I just wanted to mention. The So there were times when magnum asks for help and that help required people breaking the law so like yes he went to a medical examiner and was like i need to know some info before you report it to the police she broke the law for a donut she didn't hesitate at all Mm -mm. she was like that would be illegal so let me go in the other room yeah Yeah. sit down wait here a little early for you Mm -hmm. like i just wanted to say that out loud so we all knew that i'm breaking the law but i'm okay with it yeah Mm-hmm. And then he also asked Higgins to break into an office and log into a dead man's email address to see what the last thing he did was. Which, first thing, I don't know how you log into someone's email address without... She's MI6, you know. That's true. I guess she'll just hack the mainframe. Tap, but... tap, tap. I'm in. <laughs> That's my favorite part of hacking <laughs> in movies and shows. <laughs> it's just like rapid typing. But she also had no problem. She was like, it's not breaking the law unless you get caught. When it's breaking the law, no no matter how you slice it, you can't do that. Yeah. So that was something that I thought was a fun little aspect of the show that the listeners should know about. It's a testament to how charming and fine Jay Hernandez is. Yeah, these people are willing to do this for him. I wouldn't break the law for anyone, but I get it if Jay Hernandez were like, me too, I really need you to do this. I would I would definitely consider it. And for most, I wouldn't even entertain the conversation. Because mm. he's so handsome. There you go. Pretty face can make you do a lot of things. Yep. That's for sure. Cool. Where can they find us, Beach? You can find more episodes at thepilotpodcast.com. And you can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And we'd really appreciate ratings and reviews because they... Make us feel good about ourselves. That's true. We gather our self-confidence from the five-star reviews you've left us. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter at The Pilot Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. And you can send um, fancy car information. BJ taught me about Teslas the other day. Um, meal prep recipes and any other tidbits, questions about shows, suggestions to ask the pilot podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.